Welcome everyone to the social van Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit So here they are, Reppin' C Plus Ready to turn every podcast to dust So sit down and shut the fuck up Cause when in doubt, fuck your couch Welcome everybody to the social van gentlemen this is kmb the sexy ninja in the place to be as always and i have a special guest the most specialist guest the sexiest guest i think we've ever had no offense to the other guests but this guest is super awesome i'm super happy we finally the the planets have collided and it is amazing so no more waiting. Will you introduce yourself, good sir? Hey, what's up? It's McNasty uh, from Underground Hustling and 13% and Bearded Men Everywhere, um, the envy of. Um, what's up, KMB? How are you doing today? I am fantastic. I've been waiting for this moment. I've been telling everybody, I'm like, oh, Thursday, as soon as it rolls around, baby, we're going to do it. I'm excited. So I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm here, and we can chat it up. How are you? I'm pr- I'm pr- I'm pretty good. Did you see that I-, I cut my own hair? I don't know if you saw that on Instagram, but I cut my own hair recently. I did see that on Instagram, and I laughed because I did cut my hair during all this craziness, and I just shaved it all off. And I was just like, I'm going smooth, smooth as butter. I'll start from the beginning, and when everything reopens, I'll recut it up. Yeah, I just uh, I just combed my hair. I cut it at the part, so. No fade or anything, just just straight straight up to the part, and then girlfriend cleaned up the back, and I, I can't see the back of my head anyway, so I don't even know if it looks good or bad. Um, it looks fine from the front. Well, just to say, you look fantastic. Thank you, sir. So I, w- I want to get it rolling here. I want to get um, the, the one project that popped out this week that I was so excited about, and I want to know more about it, is your track with Intrinsic, uh, live stream The Revolution. I was like, I was just floored because I was like, oh, punk, you know, the, the the style just slamming me in the face and from you two. And I think the story goes, you guys were started a punk band, if I'm correct, a long time ago. No, like we started in punk bands. So I was in a band called the Doozers. Um, and I think that like there's a band camp somewhere. It's probably the Doozers record is probably hiding on a band camp somewhere, not the underground hustling one. Uh, intrinsic he was in um a group called dickie staboner and i want to say that he played drums for a more like hardcore like street punk band and their name like escapes me right now but the only thing i remember is like one of the dudes in the band punched danzig and there's like a video on uh on youtube of the guy uh knocking out the dude from danzig and i'm the worst with names so but anyway like uh you know, and then Will comes from Fall Guy, and Fall Guy was like a rap metal band, and they toured with um, Twisted back in the day. And um, I met Intrinsic um, back when we were early on starting like the rap thing. So, like, uh, we met in Baltimore. We were both doing a show, and he was getting ready to put out his first uh, CD, uh, WI Double L, his first solo rap CD. And, 
I had started putting out my own records because after the punk band broke up, kind of like during the course of it, like I was trying to learn how to record. And so the easiest thing for me to, to record was uh, over rap beats. So I started rapping and then it grew into that. Now it's like full circle. Here we are. We have a punk song in 2020 and will did all the music and he sent it to me he's like you want to do vocals on this and i did uh the vocals on it and i could have sworn that he was screaming on there too but apparently it's all just my vocals he didn't add anything to the track so um vocally but he did everything the drums the bass the guitar mixed the track it's like 90 percent intrinsic and then 10 percent me but uh it was like i think we recorded that song last august and just like the content is just so like right now like this is this is the content that people need to hear right now. And we talk, you know, we talk about doing this and that. And then uh, we filmed our parts separately for a video. So there's going to be a video coming out for that real quick too. Sweet. Uh, yeah. I, when I heard this track, it inspired me in so many ways, especially because I am working on a little EP right now. And immediately after hearing the song and it just mind boggling everything inside and just, you know, I went, I called a homie of mine. I was like, yo, if they can do it, I can do it because I do love punk music and it's, it's deep in my blood. So I was like, this has inspired me to even try, you know, do or die, whatever. But yes, uh, I want to thank you both for inspiring me, maybe inspiring others as well. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. I, uh, I appreciate that because sometimes, you know, even we like, get in there and like oh let's try this and there's been a lot of times where i feel like like the stuff that hits the cutting room floor that you guys don't hear like are the stuff that we've fallen flat on our faces on me more than anybody else but like but it's good to get out there and, and try different shit you know it's like uh those guys from twisted they can do whatever they want like they can do the rock sound they can do straight up grimy hip hop and you know they can even put out like a a trap record as a joke and still be better than half the trap records that are out there for sure um and you know i i want the next project i want to talk about that just it made me happy with happy happy with all the giggles and everything is your elbow drop ep okay before we go into the ep what is your love for professional wrestling and how deep does it go? Like when was the first time that you fell in love with the, this, the professional wrestling art? Okay. So I'm old, so I'm going to date myself. And I would say that it was probably around 1989, which would be WrestleMania five. So that would be like the macho man was champ and Hogan was coming for him and everything. And then ultimate warrior was, maybe about to become intercontinental champion. It was like all, it was that time, you know? Um, I think that um, I had seen some stuff early on because I liked the A-team as a little kid and Mr. T was with Hulk Hogan at one point. And my first introduction, okay, now I'm thinking like the first introduction was Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. So I've never seen wrestling at that point. And I'm growing up in Germany and my aunt Lucy uh, brought or sent videotapes um, over to Germany from the United States of Saturday morning cartoons. And one of the cartoons was Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. And one of the cutaway scenes was Andre the Giant looking to buy a car. And couldn't fit in any cards. So they got him inside of a, a, a giant tractor. And that was the car that he decided to buy at the 
again. So the most ridiculous thing. But then we got back to stateside and oh man, these guys, they, they actually fight. This is great. And then my parents would take me to uh, the Great Plains Coliseum in Lawton, Oklahoma. And we would get to see the, the Von Ericks. They would come and fight. And then sometimes um, uh, this was when, and I, I don't even know if like WWF fight, like wrestlers could do non-WWF events at the time or if, you know, or if it just kind of worked out the way it does. But we got to see, like, Rick Rude, and we got to see the Honky Tonk Man that came to our, like, little town. And, man, I just fucking love wrestling. Like, like everything. Like, the Hulkster was the was my man. Like, if you, like, like my... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up real quick. I can't even reach it. Like, I've got, like, uh, like you could see, like, there's, like, some, some uh, autographed Hogan, autographed... Hogan figures from like 1990 up in there and like I'm fortunate enough right now to work with a company called Cardillo Weight Belts and they do all the have done all the belts for Hogan for like the last 30 years so um yeah I love wrestling uh Wrestlemania 5 6 like I'm you know as, as far as like great matches go like some of my favorite matches are like um Razor versus Shawn Michaels ladder match. And then, but, you know, and I, I love like Steve Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, but like the match to me was Hogan versus Warrior at WrestleMania 6. And it's not, you know, you look back and it's not a great match, but it's a great match for Hogan and Warrior. And being you know, 10, 11 years old, it's like, these guys, they're the, the strongest guys in the world and they're fighting each other. Attitude Era went through all of that and stuff. And then I kind of fell off. I want to say like, maybe like 2006 to 2010, I kind of fell off wrestling. And then did you guys see the CM Punk pipe bomb? I was like, CM Punk pipe bomb? What are you talking about? And he showed it. And then like, I was like sucked back in. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Yeah, and I, you know, I want to say I'm a casual fan of the current product, but uh, but I'm, but we talk about, you know, we talk about 1989 to to about 1999, 2000. Like I can talk all day about those years. Those are great years in wrestling, and you talking about Hulk Hogan is my guy as well. I have one of those figures you have, but it's out of the boxes. I had it since I was a kid, and I geeked out. I was like, oh man, he still has the card on it. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, my, the, my favorite Hulk Hogan match of all time, uh, you know, is Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. The, WrestleMania the, 7. Yeah. And the intense of just, you know, the a burning Hogan shirt and Hogan bleeds in the match. I just remember being a kid and just crying. Like that was my favorite VHS. I cried. I was like, come on, Hogan, even though I knew Hogan would always come out. It's just, this is why I gravitated towards, you know, I I was just love the Elbow Drop EP because you just show that love in it. And, you know, especially in your stage where when you got the macho, the macho man gimmick. Uh, and I saw, too, that you, we talked about belts. You know, how many belts do you have that say McNasty on it, Hogan style? Um, I have... I have one and it's like a, like the, the original one was like a black belt with the red and white McNasty logo on it. 
Then the second one I got was a red belt with um, black and white McNasty. And then I had a guy come in and airbrush the uh, the spider webs on it. And then the third McNasty belt I got was the one with the Hogan-style lettering on it. Then the fourth one I got was a Punisher-style belt, which is like black and silver, and it has the Punisher skulls on it. So I think I have four McNasty belts right now. And then I have um, a Hollywood Hogan, Hollywood for President belt. Got a Hulkamania belt that's signed by Hogan. Um, it's a red and yellow. And then I've got a signed American made, like a WrestleMania one where he wore the American made shirt. It's a white belt, has the American made logo on it, signed by Hulkster. And it's airbrushed by the guy. It, there's airbrushing of uh, stars on it by the guy that did the original NWO logo. Mind blown. That is awesome. <laughs> so going into the Elbow Drop EP, what inspired the project just to be like, okay, this is what I want to do next? Um, so a lot of the stuff on elbow drop is just like singles that got released from like 2017 on. And like, honestly, it was a, I have a show coming up and, uh, I'm going to be in front of a bunch of new people. So I pressed up a hundred copies of this and decided like, oh man, I'm going to give out CDs to these people at this show. And there was, you know, there was a good portion of people there, like I would say there's 400, 500 people at this show. And my whole intention was to give out all of these CDs and um, I'm old school. So I'm old and old school. So it turns out that um, people prefer to listen on Spotify and Apple music and Amazon and Google, um, Google play and YouTube. And so I uh, ended up, leaving the show with about 65 <laughs> copies of this CD that was just supposed to be a promotional CD. Um, I was playing with a uh, demon Jones and long cut um, and Cypress spring. Um, and I wanted to get out to that country crowd, but not um, really uh, like do like, I'm going to do a country record. No, I just, I threw the struggle Jennings song on there, which I've been kind of holding on to for a while. And then uh, just let it go. So elbow drop was just like, eh, it's kind of like an out of nowhere, like an RKO. You know, I put it together, didn't promote it, didn't really like, oh, this is a big release. It was just a collection of singles that, that have been out on the digital platforms for a while. And going into that and what you're saying with CDs and stuff like that, my homie Colin got me the elbow drop EP as a gift and it came with all the stickers and stuff like that. I was just like, Oh my goodness. And I was just like, just, and they, I automatically went on my phone. You know, I love collecting CDs, but this day and age, it's just so crazy with all these digital platforms and the way people uh, get their music and stuff like that. I just always thought it's important to make sure that, you know, I, as collectors in this game, CDs, I feel like are very important and especially too, when it helps the artists and stuff like that. Cause I, I've always believed in making sure to purchase a physical copy and I'll have it for the rest of my life. It's just like a movie I bought on DVD. People look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, why are you buying DVDs? I'm like, yeah, one day the internet could just go out and I still have all my movies. I still have all my music and stuff like that. And for you, how 
the how, when because you've been in the game for a long time and you saw the transition from what it is today and what it was back then. How would you say that you know, as somebody who keeps hustling and grinding, you stay you know on the right track in this day and age? Yeah, I think um, I think for artists that are putting out like records, like the physical copy and the pre-order is the most important thing for their existing base. Like um, we used to be able to go to different cities and you could even stand outside of a, of a mall or a convenience store or whatever. And you could hustle CDs to people like, Oh, Hey, we're in town for right now. You know, we're putting out these records. We're doing a show tonight and you got these CDs and, and you could really hustle CDs to people. And now it's just like, are you on Spotify? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so like the, the hustling CDs to get, new listeners is is tough like like the the hand-to-hand interaction and i've never been a salesperson and i think that someone like menacide or psycho of insane poetry they can tell you like they can tell you the ins and outs of hustling cds hand-to-hand me i always relied on the live show and you know trying to open for more established acts and trying to uh um appeal to their audience um has been good but you know you you run that course and and you start if you cater to that same audience eventually you're going to tap those people out um so you got to start finding new avenues um and with streaming um finding new finding new uh listeners and creating fans from streaming um could rely on um playlist placement and uh, features. Um, A lot of times, um, some of the biggest songs that I have um, streaming wise are featuring, you know, more established artists than myself. So like Hulk smash with it's intrinsic in myself and mad child. So mad child's following online, like his fans find those songs. Um, there's a song that was on the UGH. It was a, a um, Dynasty, the Mexican Thuggalo song with Gimo Ski on it. So that's like another big song for that show that pops up in my in my plays because you know people find McNasty through Hell to Pay with uh, Dynasty and Gimo Ski. So um, having something, you know, having like features of artists that have a, have a strong online base will get you discovered you know playlists will get you discovered um spamming people's inboxes on facebook will get you blocked that's not the way to get discovered you know um you can also do uh you know the spending money to get heard and to to, to you know get fans is good but you know you have to be smart about it um remarketing and pre-roll ads uh tom mcdonald you know as much as like i'm not um the biggest fan of how you know his like kind of clickbaity songs it's like i understand it now but um 
at first, man, I was super triggered by that dude. But then I understood, like, he's just playing the game. And uh, he does a lot of pre-rolls. So, like, I would click on, like, a Jelly Roll song on uh, YouTube. And he would do a pre-roll ad. And his pre-roll ad would actually be his song. So his song would start playing. I would hear a beat, rap beat coming in. All right. And then Tom McDonald starts rapping. Because, you know, the way he sets up his marketing online is he'll do pre-roll ads. And you can also do targeted ads um, through Facebook and Instagram, like sponsored ads. Playboy the Beast had a really good uh, rollout for his last record um, on through Facebook and Instagram ads. Like I kept seeing him. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is, this is working. So, um, yeah, like... Uh, you know, switching over from physical to digital, like the physical is there for your established, you know, give them, give your established fans something that they won't get if they won't, if they're not, um, if they're choosing to buy the physical over streaming, you know, create a killer booklet. The UGH uh, 70 vinyl has all the lyrics. Like how many rap albums do you know that have all the lyrics? You know, the only one I really know is like, like Crossworm put all the lyrics. Did Twisted do it on Continuous Evolution? I want to say that they may have had that in the booklet. I'm not sure. No. Um, but, you know, rap albums with lyrics, that would be dope. You know, I think it's dope. Uh, Crossworm did it. We did it with a UGH 70 vinyl, like I was saying. Give, uh, you know, give your fans something more if they're going to spend money on the physical CD than they would get through this streaming, you know give them extra songs, give them instrumentals, give them, you know, uh, a fuller booklet, not just a piece of paper and give them uh, trading cards, and a pack of stickers, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but I digress. Like, I, I don't even remember the question. I could just talk about shit forever. No, no. That's what the social van is. Was we talk, we you know, express what we feel and stuff like that. And it's very interesting with the underground hustling mixtapes, which I love. Uh, you know, I personally reviewed them on the channel, and I just and that's what I really like about it is I'm discovering new artists, and when I re, you know reach out to this artist, like uh, here's one for example, irate. Uh, we've actually become friends on you know instagram and stuff like that and we message back and forth and i i i love discovering new artists just like uh, blackfoot 505 he messages me every once in a while and this and that and I, I do what i can to be like okay cool is this a single oh i will review it i will make it as entertaining as possible because i want everyone to check out this artist and you know we we are moving forward with songs of the week and we want to introduce people like, hey, this is the type of music that, you know, uh, people want to hear, not, you know, mainstream stuff and stuff like that. This is what this is what music is all about. Discovery, uh, you know, finding an artist, relating to an artist and stuff like that. And with the um, vinyl you just mentioned, how did that come about? Intrinsic said, I want to do a vinyl. And <laughs> that's how it came about. He was saying. <laughs> I, like, I, I've been doing UGH since number one. So it's like I was there for the first one. I think Keep Saying My Name was on UGH Volume 1. And I did the uh, disc art and everything. And, 
you know, throughout the course of all, you know, 71 so far, you know, I want to say that I did the first 52 and then we brought on Aaron and Aaron Lauder's done um, quite a few of these uh, UGHs now. Um, he's doing the, the, the sports cards for UGH 71 with King ISO. Um, and uh, Legion did the Jimoski Dragon Ball Z CD. But for the most part, like I've done, and I've done every CD layout. So when it cut, when, once it goes to press, like I, I compile the art and put it together and everything. Um, the UGH, you know, is, you know, it's like, it's kind of like the physical playlist, you know. Um, you know, we, you know, it's like discover new music. This is, this is what it's for. And, you know, at first it was, you know, the, in, the iteration was to get uh, these artists into the hands of new listeners and um, locally in the Phoenix area. And, you know, as it expanded to, we could do this, we can get artists all over the country and they can jump on this and then we can send these CDs out all the way across the country and thousands of copies per volume out to people and then distribute those you know you can either sell them you can hand them out as promo do whatever you want with them once you get them so that would get artists from all over the country um into new hands and like every show we did out here at the marquee or at the clubhouse or whatever venue we were at we would after the show we would just hand out hundreds of copies of UGH CDs and then we started getting into the business of getting hosts and if I I could never have imagined when I started making music that some of these artists would be shouting my name out at the beginning of these tracks and then you know it, it just grew and grew you know we offered services you know uh, graphic design mixing recording you know anything that you wanted like now it's you know now Will's all the way up to doing collaboration brokering and you can open these shows and you can get onto tours and you can do this and that. And there have been like amazing artists that have, that have come on to UGH and they're just killing it. You know, like Mr. Gray, you know, he jumped on a UGH and then, you know, a few volume, you know, you know, a couple years later, he's on magic ninja with gorilla voltage and, you know, cats like, um, insane look you know it's like i never, probably never would have heard of him had he not jumped on an underground hustler you know out of san antonio he's fucking sick and blackfoot like you said like he's um, incredible also so it's really really cool to have watched you know and been part of the growth of the, of the brand for sure and you know what i like about it too is a good way to sell the mixtape and pitch it as you guys get these dope hosts you know, like you, the, I, I saw one of them, I was going through my collection, Ron Jeremy being a host of one. And, you know, I, I was just like, that. that is brilliant. You know, you, you'd be like, here's a dope mixtape. And by the way, we have a, a, a really well-named established host that's going to, you know, and I think that the hustle about it is so beautiful to me. I'm just like, it, it's, it's definitely the true package of being like, here you go. We're not doing this. And when the vinyl came out, I was just like, oh, man. And now with the next UGH mixtape coming out, I think the hype is, is real. And with uh, I got tarot cards and I was just like, this is brilliant. 
you know, you're giving your fans much more than than they expect, especially with the vinyl and stuff like that. And and going into that with you, what do you feel like is uh after the next mixtape for you personally? What's the next project? I I've just been talking to to Intrinsic, and we're gonna do more singles together. And uh, I just you know I just had a real like long talk with him about like oh, I'm probably never going to put out another project they'll probably end up all being like elbow drop where i just i can you know it would be i would think i would be serving my fans better by delivering content on a consistent basis as far as like new songs go then you know get, i get holed up in my head when it comes to a project and i'll start a project and I'll have a direction and then I'll just like lose, you know, I'll fall out of love with the idea or the concept or I'll get stuck like writing. And so it's like, it, it would serve, you know, people a lot more. I think if I were to just like, I made a song and here's a song, you know, um, you know, uh, here's breaking news, you know, in the coming weeks, you're going to hear, um, I'm, I'm finally releasing the, uh, Dead Don't Sleep with Blaze on my digital platform, so you'll you'll be able to get it outside of UGH seventy. Like I'll have a couple songs, one called Same Shit Different Day, one song called Whiskey Women Bad Decisions, and then uh, after that, I have a track uh, with Intrinsic and Jamie Madrox coming out. So that'll be you know you know four tracks. You'll start seeing more stuff pop up on. Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and Tidal. I don't know anybody who subscribes to Tidal, but it'll it'll be there for you as well. <laughs> but but yeah, I think that um, as far as you know, projects projects go, um, I'll just I'll just give people music. Um, you you know, if if there's something to purchase, it'll probably be a T-shirt or a hat. Um, they're probably, you know, and, and until it's time to compile those songs into a CD format, then, then that'll be there. But, you know, um, the music will be there for you to consume and to listen to um, at your leisure. And if you want to support what I do, um, you can come to UGH store and buy a CD um, of an old project or buy a hat or a T-shirt. Um, I've got um, a collaboration T-shirt with Bad Ombre coming for the Whiskey Women and Bad Decisions single. So there'll be a Whiskey Women Bad Decisions T-shirt. Um, it's drawn by a tattooist in Kansas City, Missouri, named Steve Bayman from uh, Golden Stag Tattoo. So there'll be that. You know, so if you like the song and you like the singles that I'm putting out, you know, you can go buy a T-shirt at Bad Ombre, uh, McNasty Bad Ombre collaboration T-shirt. And that is awesome. And, you know, it's just like uh, your, your single Hollywood, you know, then you automatically had a shirt for it, which is straight up fire. And hey, just the art alone is just eye popping and stuff like that. And with that going, you know, with the mixtapes and stuff like that in Magic Ninja, you know, how long have you guys been like collaborating? Is it since they started or is this kind of like slowly transitioning with one another? Like, hey, you know. You, you want to jump on or? Yeah, I think that I want to say that um, maybe the first thing we did was 
Was it Lex? Lex hosting? Maybe it was Lex hosting. Because we had when when we when we had Boondocks, he was on Psychopathic at the time. But I want to say Lex was like the first host, and was it Lex? I would feel bad if I can't remember like chronologically back who the hosts were. But you know that was that was the Tarot deck. And it couldn't have been Lex. It was Lex. It had to be Lex. Anyway, Lex the Hexmaster. And I, I think that, like, Intrinsic has a great relationship with uh, George over at MME. And so I think more of it is just like, you know, George and Intrinsic, the business is, is solid. You know, like, Intrinsic says, hey, this is what I want to do. And then George says, hey, yeah, we can do this. And, you know, like, the business is tight and, like, the deliverables are there. Like, everybody gets what they're supposed to get the artists that are on the comps you know are you know delivered you know exactly what you know they're supposed to get through their agreement you know whether you know it's copies of the cds like the shout outs the the, the verses like the beats you know stir crazy is offering like amazing beats and deals for people on ugh and then stir crazy has his own mne beats you know page um uh offerings there over with Magic Ninja. So I just think, you know, Intrinsic does good business. George does good business. And so it's like, it just, it just works. Like I, you know, um, and, you know, part of it too is like, you know, they just collaborate, you know, hey, what can we do for here? Hey, what can we do? You know, uh, what can we offer? What can we offer artists? You know, like Intrinsic goes to George and says, hey, what can, what can we offer? offer these artists, uh, you know, this time around, or, you know, what is, what's the next move? You know, they just, they just bounce ideas off each other and, you know, it works because, you know, the business is solid and it's transparent. For sure. And, you know, and it, that's, that's so crazy to me because I remember like the one thing that blew my mind, you know, besides UGH and M and E working together, when you guys put out uh toy gory, with Shaggy on it, and like the internet exploded, like underground wise. Like everybody was like, What? Because you know, with the relationship with Magic Ninja and Psychopathic, everyone was just like, What's going on? But I was just like, There we go. See, there would like that track to me was just like, There's a light in the distance. And that track alone yeah. is one of my favorites. And I was just like, How did this happen? And you know, rumor speculations, like, I don't care. This track is dope. And Shaggy's on it. And the video for it is amazing, uh, you know, the graphics and stuff like that. And that's why I appreciate about you guys, Underground Hustling, and everything you do. You know, I, I feel like the, the unity of the underground starts with you guys, and I mean that 100%. Thanks, man. And also, just to, just to double back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to retract my statement that UGH 63 was the first one. Because UGH 50 with blaze and then it took a while and then emony was rolling and you had uh lex followed by gmo ski followed by lars so it was just like just a you know rolling with the hits with them so yeah i appreciate your kind words about about ugh like it's it's been uh it's been a fun 13 years so far 
For sure. And uh, I really appreciate this. I really appreciate your time talking with us, you know, and I will always uh, support Underground Hustling 100%. Always, uh, you know, I love you guys. And I know you guys shown love to me for the reviews I've done, even though as crazy and wild as I get, you know, but it's just the passion and just the music. And I think all our fans here at C Plus Studios and even just everybody that works with us, really just loves the fact that we're just showcasing the underground and you guys are doing a great job as well. Before we go, I want you to plug whatever you need to plug, you know, mcnasty.com, you know, Bandcamp. The floor is yours. You can get your UGH stuff at ughstore.com. You can find uh, my old releases there. You can find uh, some of my t-shirts there and hats and get your goods on, like all of those uh, shirts are there. But, you know, I'll tell you right now, just because of the of the climate uh, we're in right now in the country, like it takes about two weeks for shirts and hats to go out, but it'll get done. But, yeah, go buy that uh, UGH70 vinyl. We're down to a couple boxes left. So um, once they're gone, they're gone forever. Go uh, go to my uh, Instagram, Dirty Mac Nasty, um, is where I do most of my posting. Um, you can add me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash McNasty Music, or you can find my personal Facebook because I give no fucks either way. It's Christopher McDaniel. Check out my dudes, super famous fun time guys. Those are my guys, uh, Whipstick and Mr. Eight Legs. Mr. Eight Legs did the Hollywood t-shirt design. He's fucking amazing, and he's an uh, amazing person and an amazing artist, and I love him, and I miss the super famous fun time guys. Shout out to my man Dirty out in PA. Go get uh, his new uh, EP, uh, Broken Strings and Beat Machines. He's amazing. Um, shout out to my dude Intrinsic out in Hawaii. We got some new music coming for y'all very soon. Uh, that live stream, The Revolution video, will be out in a few weeks, I think. And I don't know, man. I just love all my people. Shout out to my, my dude Menasai. Shout out to my family over at the Push Agency. Shout out to Cardilla Weight Belts. Follow them online at cardillaweightbelts.com. Uh, we've got at, at Cardilla Weight Belts, cardillousa.com. And uh, we do giveaway, giveaways all the time. We've got some Hogan belts to give away. We've got fucking Michael Jordan belts to give away. The Rock. We got all the weight belts in the world. And um, he's still up and running. And serving uh the bodybuilding and powerlifting community at the time i don't know and shout out can be the sexy ninja and c plus studios i love y'all motherfuckers we love you too we love you 100 percent or or as in great words of tony stark we love you 3000 definitely go check out all those links i'll have as many of those links as possible in the description below so you can go check it out and show some love uh show underground hustling some love show mcnasty some love also before we get out of here remember go to shutter.com slash forward podcast use a special promo code c plus get yourself 30 free days on us on one of the best horror suspense thriller apps and remember tpublic.com if you want to represent c plus and all that other great stuff also yeah that's about it that's it uh bef before we get out of here uh we have a we have a slogan at c plus studios and we we stand by it and i would love you for you to join me uh when we say we we end the show with when in doubt, fuck your couch. And if we can sync this up just right, this is what we're gonna do. And before we get out of here though, the song of the week is live stream the revolution live stream the revolution, McNasty and intrinsic. Show some love. 
Um, the song is dope. I will have the link to the song for Bandcamp. Just go check it out. Support, support the underground 100%. And so are you ready, good sir? Yes, I'm ready. When in doubt, fuck, fuck your couch. couch. That's right. All right, enjoy the song. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, McNasty. And to all the ninjas, whoop, whoop. <laughs>